there. I'm Leanna Hinkle with the Hinkle Homestead. And I'm Lindsay Weiniger with the Weiniger Farms. And we are your hosts on We Chose the Farm. Woof, woof, meow, meow. Oh my god. <laughs> I just turned that for fun. It, it is. Ratings. Episode 33. Okay, uh, so this has been, it's like, oh yeah, I guess we should probably talk about cats and dogs. They play very important <laughs> roles, so I feel like, why not? I feel, uh, uh, I, I say I feel like a lot. Anyway, the company that I work for, Purina, <clears throat> they gave the statistic out once that 90, is it 94% of people that own livestock have cats or dogs oh yeah and so it's like a almost like a no-brainer yeah if you're going to be doing your research on your farm homesteading uh animals then you need to be talking about cats and dogs as well yeah it's so what's your experience with cats and dogs uh well i have a lot of very mixed different opinions first of all i don't know if you guys remember episode onesies um i grew up with one single cat there you go. And that was my animal exposure. What kind of cat was it? Do you have any idea? Oh, she was a little mutt from the pound, but I'm pretty sure she was mixed with, like, a Maine Coon because she was real extra fluffy and she was big and she was just the best. Wow. Best little kitty ever. What was um, her name? Sassy. Sassy. And then my next one that I got was Frass, like, Sassy Frass. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I love it. Oh, you know, because I think I named her from the... It was in the 90s, yeah. so from the Homeward Bound movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, because kids aren't that creative, and it's the mm. last show you saw. <laughs> it's like Shadow. Yeah. Everyone names them Shadow. Shadow, Chance, and Sassy. Yes. Okay. It's a good movie. hmm Wow. So that's me. I grew up with one cat, and then um, when Jake and I got together, he has grown up with dogs, and he had a dog, and he got me another cat. He, this, do you want to hear this terrible story? Yes. Of my wonderful husband. He said he found these kittens in his backyard. They're real small, right? Uh-huh. And when he went to go, like, sneak up and get one, the mom quickly grabbed three of them and left the runt to the predator, a.k.a. Jake. And he's like, if you're just going to leave your babies behind, you don't deserve to be a mom. And I guess shoot her away and took all the kittens. Huh? <laughs> So we got to pick one, and then we found homes for the rest of them. But that was, like, four weeks old. Oh, shoot. I mean, this was a baby. So now we have fat cat frass. <laughs> that's... I love it. It's the best. <laughs> Way to go, Jake. Yeah, so, I mean, she's pretty cool because he was convinced that, like, all he was going to feed her was large breed dog food. Mm. So she got to be one of those, like, really, really fat sure house cats which she's fantastic she does her job well yep and she uh she's the only one we have left i mean obviously sassy was like my childhood so that doesn't yeah. you know oh it yeah is what it is anyways so frass got territorial when we had kids yeah so we sent her to my brother-in-law where he would feed her double cheeseburgers well that's an exchange <laughs> from large breed dog food so fat cat frass came back 
Then with Oliver, again, got territorial. So instead of giving her to my brother-in-law, we just kicked her outside. She, like, slimmed it down. Yeah? Like 20 pounds. Wow. She needed that. She needed that little boost right there. That was the kick in the pants to get her life together. (laughs) (laughs) And now if you come over, Frass gives hugs. And I don't mean, like, she likes to snuggle like a cat. You just kind of reach your hands down, and she reaches her hands up. And if you pick her up, she likes to go belly to your belly, and then she'll put her arms around your neck like she's neglected and never gets any attention. <laughs> That's amazing. But she loves being outside, so. Yeah. Oh, Great. Wow. And do you have dogs? I know the answer, but. Yes. And then. Tell me about your dogs. Well, I guess on the thing of cats. Oh, we have, sorry. No, I mean, we still have three more cats. Yeah. Sure. It just multiplies. But anyways, yeah, we've got three dogs. Two German Shepherds and one Great Pyrenees. Woo! Yay. Awesome. Still a cat person by heart. <laughs> always, so always this is great because I am a dog person. Oh, perfect. But uh, the my first ever pet was, well, family growing up was a, a Karen Terrier, a, basically oh, yeah. a blonde Toto. Yeah. Um, her name was Christy. Because we got her at Christmas. Oh, yes, yes. Um, But then uh, my first pet that was my own uh, was the same, almost the same situation as yes. you. I this is perfect. I was uh, riding my bike home from class in college. And there were two kittens. This is fantastic. On Forest Avenue on the road that I was going back home. And it was two little girl calico cats. Yes. And uh, another stranger i found out he lived like behind me and to the right or whatever and he took one and i took the other i think the mom was transporting them oh dropped and, a couple on the way like, only got a couple in yeah yeah so we found them literally like in it's like building grass sidewalk grass road yeah so they were in that second group of grass next to the road and so we just grabbed them because we were scared for them Sure. I battle fed her. Her Mm -hmm. name, I named her Forest. Yes. And with two R's because I found her on Forest Avenue. And I had Forest for forever. Like forever. Uh, She moved, when I graduated, she moved to Nashville with me. She Uh... moved home with me. She, and then uh, she got married, like she got married with me. (laughs) That sounds weird. But, and then her and Nathan never got along the whole time. Oh no. Ever. Like hissing like when nathan walks in the room she hisses situation like (laughs) hatred like straight up hatred um so when uh we got the feed store i brought her up here okay thinking hey she'd be the feed store cat you can take care of the mice in here oh sure she peed everywhere oh no and so nathan's like she has uh my hatred for her has grown to exponential beliefs now so we have to get rid of her so from my understanding she is still alive she (laughs) lives in one of our customers garages okay and living her best life because she was an indoor outdoor uh once or twice but now she just lives in this garage and yeah she's doing great she's old she's got to be 15 now she is she's living her best life so we're just gonna go with it forrest was my my lucky girl uh 
we did have other cats that tried to make their way through and Forrest was like the ringleader of them all. Uh, they, I mean, I had a couple kittens that hated life indoors, so they went out to the farm and then... They disappeared. Poof. We um, had that. We took in 13 kittens. No bow. Thir- oh, I wanted to be a crazy cat lady real bad. Yeah. So we took in 13 kittens and the mom. The second day later, the mom pieced out because she probably got yeah. eight. Oh, sure. And then, you know, these babies just kind of dropping left and right because they didn't have their mom feeding them, you know. Yeah. Oh, sure. And then a few months later, we see all the kittens disappear and we saw a big barn owl come out of the barn. And I'm like, oh, my can we just say on the record though, like Ugh. there is a like there is a difference. I know some people aren't gonna believe this, but like barn cats versus house cats. There's a difference. There but... is definitely a difference. It still doesn't make my heart any easier. Oh like, no! Oh. So we the, this last round of cats we got, um, right at the beginning of COVID because I was like we're gonna be home COVID all the time. Cats, yeah, They're definitely COVID cats. So they were named Lux and Luna. Yeah. And then we found out that Luna was definitely a lunar. He was totally a boy. Um, we got him fixed and all the things, and they were inside-outside cats, and lunar definitely never came back. I bet he just went to go find... I bet, like, he's in a garage somewhere. I'm sure he is. Uh, the town that we used to live in, he... I'm sure he's living his best life, so... Yeah. But we still have Lux. She is... Uh, I can't say what she is on this because then I'd have to put an E next to our title for explicit. Oh, yeah. But she is not nice. She scratched me across the face last weekend. Uh, Yeah. But it's not out of... It's because I was trying to love on her and she (laughs) did not understand my love. But... Yeah. We, uh... After our barn burnt down, we got rid of the out barn owl, right? Yeah. It kind of hey. torched him, too. <gasps> I have full circle, I guess. I mean, yeah. Karma. So that's that. Just kidding. <laughs> so then we got a couple more cats for outside. Mm-hmm. And then it really, like, a couple stuck around and the other ones ended up not. And she just showed up pregnant. Ooh. Or, like, we didn't really know she was. Jake said, I think she's got worms. Oh, yeah. And I said, oh, because her belly was all big. And oh. So I wormed her. And then she kept getting bigger. And then Jake's like, did you worm her? And I'm like, yeah. And then I picked her up and I felt something kick back at me. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> so that was my first live birth of anything. Kittens. It was kittens. And we still have, we've got the three Christmas, or we've got Christmas that... They were born in May. Good. And <laughs> Peach and Wonder, because Wonder's name has changed so much, we wonder what her name is. I like it. So we got the two boys fixed, and we did not get the girl fixed because I like playing Russian roulette a little bit. There you go. So, <laughs> ta-da! So, yeah, so now we got four cats. It's fantastic, and I love cats. Uh, dog-wise, besides Christy, uh, I had a dog. His name was Mac. He was a golden, a black golden retriever. Yeah. Beautiful dog. Loved that dog. Yes. Uh, Nathan gave me money for a dog one year, the year before we got married. So I got Mac. And he was 
awesome except for that he was a city dog and so he liked to run oh yeah and so when we came out to the country and i let him run he ran and, and he ran. never and he got hit by a car oh sad day yeah. for mac but by then we had acquired my sister had given us her dog and his name is moose yes you and still he, have moose. i still have moose um and what we've gone through another dog since moose that was Hummer. I acquired Hummer. Um, but the reason we got Hummer was because after Mac died, Moose would sit down on the back oh, deck. Oh, no. And he'd just go, oh. And I was like, we have to get another dog before my heart breaks for this dog. And so we got Hummer, who was another runner. Oh, no. And so I was like, screw this. <laughs> uh, Hummer ended up running away, getting hit on the interstate. Oh, my But because gosh. he was chipped... They found me, <laughs> and then I was in tears at the vet, them trying to save his life, spent way too much money on him, saved his life, did all the things, and then uh, three years later, he ate rotten spaghetti sauce and died. Oh! It was awful. It was awful. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. Don't let your dogs oh, eat rotten gosh. spaghetti sauce. It was oh, terrible. No. Yeah, so, I mean, I think that everybody... We all have our stories. We all have our stories, and anybody who has lost a pet mm-hmm. knows it is literally the actual worst. Yeah. Oh, 100%. The worst. The giant, we call it the giant front porch of heaven is full of all oh. the dogs. Yeah. So, but I mean, I guess in reality, they are very important assets to have on your homestead. Absolutely. And I feel like at this point... If you were like, Leanna, you're going to have four cats at one time, I'd be like, yay. But also I'd be like, huh, what? You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. before, but they're pretty chill. I mean, they don't really require outdoor cats. Barn cats don't really require a lot of anything. Sure. They, and so when you're talking too about dogs and homesteading, you know, there's across all the breeds of dogs, there's going to be different purposes for every breed but you also have to remember that as well it's something important so many times people are going to be like I can't believe you leave your dogs outside or I can't believe that you do this with this your dog or whatever like you can get so much hate going on with this but why is my beagle eating my chickens exactly you (laughs) you have to know your breeds so well you know and not to say that like pound mutt mixes aren't fantastic because i think i think they're great i feel like almost they're better than purebred sometimes they're so much more calm usually yeah and they just have all this diversity of it but at the same time i guess that's what i'm saying like you know there's a difference between natural instincts of herding dogs or protection dogs or bird dogs bird dogs you know or retrieving dogs Mm -hmm. or is the terriers were like rats to like get rat in the burrows yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. so um yeah you know (laughs) I'm not saying, like, don't get chickens because you have a beagle. I'm just saying, like, maybe make your pen extra tight. Well, and I'm and think, too, like, okay, if I have a herd of chickens, yeah. what would be a great a great breed of dog to get? Or, Me, great Pyrenees. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we got it, exactly. honestly. And that, like, the Labrador Retriever, 
Labrador, where they retrieve the ducks yeah. from the ponds. From the very cold ponds of this, the country they, of Labrador. They bring the birds in their mouth. <laughs> so I, when you get upset when you see like German Shepherds or Great Pyrenees or Labs or something sitting out in the snow, we're not freezing our pets out either. No. So yeah, and that's a that was a huge learning curve for us when we got Bruno, our Great Pyrenees, is that like he actually wants to be outside. Right. Yeah. He, d- he does not want to be snuggled on the couch with me. No. Yeah. And that's like, I'm like, but you're cute and you're fluffy and you're nice. But he actually wants to be on guard and doing a job. He wants a job. Mm-hmm. And things like border collies or Australian anything, like an Australian shepherds of sorts, they they will be destructive if they cannot do what their yeah. instincts tell them to do. They will be destructive in your home. So they're cute. And there are some of them, you get those Merrill ones that have like one blue eye and one black eye. And oh, they're really yeah. pretty and gorgeous. But just remember, they do serve a purpose. And from hindering that purpose, they're going to frustrate you. It's just like if you were to, if you're a, I don't know, a dancer and someone tells you you can't dance, you're obviously going to be frustrated. I don't know. That was a bad example, yeah, but yeah, no, this was good. It was fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, I there's I see a lot of this again when you don't know the things surrounded by the people that do. So we got this Great Pyrenees decided to join a bunch of livestock guardian dog groups, thinking that other people's problems we can learn from that mm-hmm. and either train to avoid it or troubleshoot an issue that we have. And I'm very surprised of how many people I see from Great Pyrenees saying how do I get my dog to stop barking and it's like that's one of their key things is that they bark to alert right either you that there's a problem or they bark to let the predators know that this is my space and so you know if you have neighbor you know what I mean like I don't know research your breeds you know like that's just and we're saying research your breeds, too, if you are going to the pound to get your dog. Like, no, something that you would enjoy it being mixed with. And right, yeah. You know what I mean? And not to say that pit bulls can't be the best farm dogs, because they can. They're can't. great. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's nothing to say that, like, you know, your Cairn Terrier mm-hmm. couldn't be a great, gar- you know what I mean, a great farm dog. Totally can. Right. You know what I mean? Or anything Heinz 57 at the pound can't be. It totally can, but there's instinctual things, and then there's also training as well. Right. Absolutely. And that's my what I know about dogs. That's about it. <laughs> that's about where I stop. <laughs> right there. So um, we do breed labs um, around here, um, and it's just out of demand, honestly. Sure. We just had people that wanted them, and I have a really good-looking dog. And my brother-in-law has a beautiful chocolate, like it's kind of a stockier build yeah. stocky, stockier build stocky, stockier build lab. And so we just do that for fun, but we've learned a lot from it. Um, Genetics are cool. They are. Absolutely. So like there's also the possibility because I've got a yellow lab with a yellow nose or with a blonde nose and yeah. blonde eyes. And they have the chocolate lab that we could get, like, a silver lab. Oh. You can get black labs with a 
a brown and a white, I think. I, there was, like, I don't know all of that. But That's funny. My sister-in-law is way better at that than I, I am. I didn't ever think about that, actually. But you have the chance to get all three colors when you mix a yellow and a brown. That's fun. So, It's literally just, like, color. I mean, I, we have a lot of color projects with our every litter actual animal that we own. <laughs> I My next, like, breed of choice I've always just wanted big dogs. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's um, what Jake does. But the kicker is now that I don't have as much land and things, I have to wait till I get more land, but I just want big dogs. You got big dogs, you got big poops. That's true. Except for if you're feeding them the right stuff, then I your poops get smaller. Not feeding them the right stuff, then. But then I, that's like a whole nother topic. But, um, yeah. We could talk about fairness. We'll come back to that. <laughs> it's a whole different gamut. We'll come back to that. But, I just, we were talking today, literally, because uh, we go in, they eat in shifts. Mm-hmm. It's weird. but So we always free feed them. Mm-hmm. And we've now used, since we've got three big dogs, we fill up two five-gallon buckets, one for food and one for water. There you <laughs> it's go. So trashy doing it. But one 50-pound bag of food lasts us. Um, like five or six days. That's perfect. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of, it's a lot. Yeah. In general. I think, uh, I think it's supposed to be four cups per dog per day. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. All of my animals have always been, this is the, moose is the first animal that's not been on free food. It's. Yeah. So, and the only reason why we don't do it is because he is, he eats so fast he gets sick. Sure. And so we have to monitor that. And he would gain weight because he's. Some dogs can do it and some dogs cannot do it. He's 112 dogs, 112 pounds on a guided diet. I would hate to think of how big he is on a free for all. Yes. (laughs) I think, I mean, that's the same thing with cats too. You know what I mean? Some can handle it and some can't. Mm Mm-hmm. These domestic creatures are crazy. Absolutely. So why, we kind of have an idea of why we would get dogs, but why on earth would we get cats? Uh, again, cat person. <laughs> because they're <laughs> awesome. Um, uh, why would you get cats for your farm? Obviously mouse control. Yeah, rodent control. For uh, sure. We've had people, I don't. I don't know if this is legit or not, but I don't see why not. Who write off their cat food because it's technically rodent control. Add that to my tax list. There you go. You're welcome. I'm literally going to do that. Oh, Oh, yeah. It's, you're taking care of what's It's a pest maintenance. It really is. Interesting. Um, you, depending on what kinds of cats or how your barn cats get trained too, I mean, they're going to take care of more than just mice. You got rats, you got birds, birds, bunnies, <laughs> you got all the things. You have to be careful with your bunnies. Uh, so Gabe went into the barn the other day and he goes, uh, something's dead over there in the corner. It's dead. <gasps> and I said, uh, what is it? And he goes, oh, uh, I don't know. It's dead. And so I'm like, Jake, what is it? You know? And he, he's like, oh, that's a rabbit. These cats brought in a full size wild rabbit when I've got... <laughs> six domestic plus seven babies just chilling oh so now i know that they would definitely eat a rabbit if i had them 
Yeah. I know that they will definitely try to eat my quail, my tiny little quail, because they look like little birds, but they do not bother my bantam chickens or my baby chicks. Wow. Interesting. I don't know what it is about it. Do you have time for a story? This is really great. You won't regret it. Uh, Yes, then. Of course. So I was closing up the door to my chicken coop one night. I don't mm-hmm. know. If, tell, stop me if I if you've heard this. I was closing up the door to my chicken coop, and I looked, and there was a mouse inside the feeder because I keep my food outside. Right? Yeah. It uh-huh. was just cleaning up the crumbs. Can't blame him, you know, out of sight. And I said, no. So I watched it, like, run under a board that I had. I don't know why, but I had it underneath the, in the run there. So, instantly, I'm like, Gabe, go get the cat. (laughs) So, you know, my plan was lift up the board, throw the cat, cat gets the mouse. Woo, yay. So, that's what the plan was. So, I don't do mice. So, like the smart human I am, I get my kid to deal with the mice. (laughs) So, I said, Gabe, lift up the board, and I'm going to throw this cat. And he's like, okay. So, he lifts up the board, and there was like 12 mice under the board. And I'm like, what? And I throw the cat and Gabe drops the board and he screams and we're like running and the cat's, you know, the board hits the cat in the head and she's like, what the hell, you know? (laughs) And so, you know, that was traumatic and like now Gabe and I are like hugging each other while screaming and (laughs) the visual is epic right now. Yeah. So then we're like, Oliver, come here. (laughs) So Gabe got the cat back. We got the cat and I said, oh, lift up this board. (laughs) <laughs> you know and i gabe's like Shh. and i'm like don't tell him there's mice underneath there so he does he lifts up this board me and gabe scream i throw the cat again oh screams slams the board down and like kills four of them right hey. there and <laughs> i wish you could have seen how proud he was of like and he still says, Mom, remember that one time I killed the mice with the board? And Gabe and I are like, you were so brave, man. <laughs> like, there's no way we could do it. That's amazing. Uh, but that's why you get cats. That's why. <laughs> that's why the Hinkles have cats. And I like, you know, push the cat's face like in the mouse hole. Like, there, do you smell it? Get it. Get it. Get it. Don't leave until it comes out. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. <sighs> la, 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 la. I know this is, like, way less exciting (laughs) than rodent control, but a big thing that they were telling, this is funny, so we just had a polar vortex around, like, in February, I think it was. I don't even remember. Mid-February? It was, like, yeah, around Valentine's Day, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, um, they were telling people in the southern states that were hit really hard to bring your animals indoors because... The internal body temperature of animals is over 100 degrees. So if you were to snuggle with your animals, you would stay warmer. Oh, like more body heat. Yeah. It wasn't like, if they're cold, if you're cold, they're cold. No, They're like, no, bundle up. Keep keep with your animals close so that you can stay warm. That's crazy. So, like, I don't know if, like, people actually, <laughs> like, did that. But so I, you're telling me I can genius. have 47 cats because it's we have cold winters. And basically you could get rid of your wood-burning stove. That's a, that's what I heard literally right there. <laughs> you're just going to be, there's just going to be cats lighting no. you around the bed keeping you in jail. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's good. But yeah. no, I heard that, like, the legit people are like, yeah, bring your animals inside. I was like, that's crazy. Every once in a while, I try to sneak a cat in, and then Jake's like, oh. What are you doing? 
That's good. Well, the only, I wanted to talk a little bit about feed, not necessarily like to promote anything that I do, but it just to pay attention to the feed that you're feeding your dogs and your cats. Um, mainly because you need to pay attention to your animals and how they react to the feed that they eat. Um, in a That's sense. That's so true. Because you're, my Moose will eat absolutely anything. One of my dogs did eat absolutely anything, and it literally killed him. But anyway, Moose yeah. can eat anything from, like, a dog chow, but we also, like, this is, you know, feed store life. We also bring home, like, the expired food. Sure. Like, the good dog food. Like, I don't, if any yeah. of you have heard from, you could basically water that stuff down and eat it as a human because it's just, like, that high quality. But... If you are seeing that your dog has, or cat even, has hairballs, hot spots. Ear infections. Ear infections. Itchy, itchy legs, itchy paws, itchy body. Anything. It generally, you always need to check their food first. It's crazy, like, how people are sensitive to foods. I don't know why we don't think that our pets can be the same way. You're getting ear infections because of a change in the like proportion of the yeast and the sugars and the carbs in their diets like even something as simple as that we have had a dog uh in the weiniger family that has been allergic to everything except for lamb we've had a dog we have a dog currently uh his name is gus his he's huge and he is also allergic to everything except for he lives at our feedlot, so he eats the corn yeah. all day long, <laughs> and he itches all day long because we can't keep him out of it. Yeah. But he's our guard dog at the feedlot. So, um, but we, I mean, we know what bothers him. You need to know, like, if you have a large breed dog, why you would feed large breed dog food. Like, and you need the glucosamine levels for their joints because then they're going to get arthritis and all this kind of stuff. It's just important to know your dog food and it's okay to feed dog chow but if something goes wrong you need to know what to do next and yeah. that's why you have your local feed store people that tell you what to feed your animals have you ever heard of the uh also this is another one there's actually a whole like tiktok yes. thing on um the barf diet for your animals have you ever heard of that no Gross. so it is kind of disgusting uh it's the biologically appropriate raw food diet b-a-r-f for your animals and it's basically taking them back to primal yeah the primal foods that they would eat so raw foods and bones like making sure they have access to bones so but 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 pause please there's a difference between raw bones and cooked bones yes you need raw bones because they're more flexible. They and won't they don't kill your dog. Splinter. Yeah. Absolutely. And shatter. Exactly. From being cooked. Mm-hmm. There's a whole channel. I don't. I. There. I'm probably sure there's probably thirty now, but they they show you what they put in the bowl, and it's usually like a raw meat. Oh, do they put like a little vitamin in there too? Because I might have. There's a couple Maybe. TikToks that do that. Yes, I and then they the do like a chicken foot, and they do yeah. like a. <laughs> but here's the kicker a lot of times you see them put some kind of a a food like some of them actually put a little bit of dog food on top do you know why they do that is because all the vitamins and the nutrients is in the dog food 
like all the extra vitamins that they would need to complete the diet. Yeah, just to, just their extra boost. Yeah, so it's funny. You're gonna spend all this money on this raw diet when everything they really need is in a dog food. Yeah, but it's a lifestyle choice. I totally understand. You get to know what your dog is eating. Well, I think it's just, like, for people, too. You know what I mean? Like, you could eat this, or you can eat that. You know what I mean? I can eat McDonald's, or I can... Well, and not to say that McDonald's isn't a complete meal like dog food. You know what I mean? Like, but, I don't know. I guess you could have grown from your garden, you know, meat from a place. Cow in your pasture. Yeah, Yeah, from all of these things, or you can have pre-packaged salads or like yeah, you know yeah, what I mean or, sure. or I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh that is super interesting about that. Just yeah. I I could go on and on about also like the idea that protein and feed can come from anywhere, so just make sure that it's coming from the right things. Like pea protein and Yeah. The first six ingredients on the bag of your dog or cat food is the ingredients that there's most of in your bag so pay attention to your first six ingredients sure there's your tip from the feed provider and i've also heard that you're supposed to rotate your proteins oh okay like if you so like a beef pro like you'd start with for a cat you would do salmon and then your next bag you would do chicken and your next bag you would yeah do so their chicken is i feel like the most common flavor mm-hmm. used in dog food but sometimes your higher um hybrid breeds or your purebred breeds are a little more sensitive i think absolutely yeah so i think some of them are more susceptible to have allergies to chicken mm-hmm. so again watch for your signs and your symptoms and stuff like that but if you had like beef you could do chicken and then lamb and then a fish and then you know what I mean and then go and just rotate it so you're not getting sure and just like anything else with us too different protein structures affect your body differently so mm-hmm. not I mean I look I think you could probably feed the same thing for the end of days sure yeah it's fine I mean yeah I I will say like those bigger cavity chest cavity dogs yeah uh, like your hounds and your like a big dane uh, like yeah. boxers they actually do better on a like a like almost like a lighter feed sure They're gonna, like a mild feed so i always suggest lamb for those kind of dogs because yeah. they just respond better to it short hair dogs i um often suggest that people like add a fish oil of yeah. some sort so either they have a salmon feed that they mix in with their feed or you put like a literally bust open a fish oil pill and put it on their feed it's going to help their coat and it's going to help with the itching and it'll be shiny and nice just beware they have really bad farts because <laughs> it's fish oh my gosh yeah but dog farts are terrible they're awful they're disgusting cat farts are bad too my cat they cannot they dog farts are bad though Oh, clear room. We've got one that's a stinky, stinky lady. <coughs> well, let's see. It also doesn't help that they tried drinking all of my whey out of another. That's, that's what happens when you have outside dogs. You're like, oh, I'm just going to set this bucket, a five-gallon bucket of whey out mm. here to give to the pigs. And then you're like, oh, my gosh, it's all gone. Oh, dogs. And the farts and... <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, one of my dog moose actually ate a full brand new container of baby formula. Oh my gosh. He didn't poop for like four days. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just feel like we could make we could make an endless episode on like stupid stuff our animals yeah. have done. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Well, oh my gosh, that's fantastic. So follow it, follow up with this. One week we're gonna dive in wholeheartedly to cats. Woohoo! Cat lady. And we're, we're here. Gonna, the next week we'll dive wholeheartedly into dogs. And then we're gonna see about trying to line up uh, someone that knows a little bit about both. It'll be a surprise to us and you. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, uh, April is a yeah. Well, kind of. Yeah, April is a five. A five Friday month, it's right? It's a bonus month. It's a bonus month. Beware. Nathan and Jake might be back. That's right. That's what happens on bonus month. All right. Well, see you later, friends. If you like what you heard today, you can find us at We Chose the Farm on Facebook and Instagram. And to find Hinkle Homestead directly, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Google at Hinkle Homestead. Want to visit the Weiniger Farms? You can find us mainly on Instagram at the Weiniger Farms. Or jump over to our website at WeinigerFarms.com. See you later!